Food Court, the movie podcast where Sean and John and Gary watch it, talk shit, and most importantly, eat shit. We're back in the in the Food Court studios with oh, special guest Gary Fletcher and non-special me and non-special John. Special guest and very clearly from the lighting Twitch affiliate. Gary Fletcher. <laughs> I'm in Twitch Studios right now. That's right. Where is Twitch in, Studios? Is that in Is, is that in Burbank? Burbank? It's in Burbank, yeah. Burbank. Hell yeah. We're doing a Half-Life Marathon tonight. You guys want to check it out? Standing Trial is the 2015 film, Dread? Is it 2015? Uh, 2012. 2012. I knew it was like older than I than I remembered it being. Uh, like I was, oh. I was stunned that it was so long ago that Dread came out. Are we almost? We gotta remember to celebrate the ten year anniversary. Don't forget. Oh. Well, in two years, if if we still exist, uh, I want to. If know, we Gary, still exist, Gary, uh, our guest Gary Fletcher, it was his idea to watch Dread. Uh, Gary, did you know that uh, our own police force were going to turn into uh, uh, a fleet of Judge Dreads when you picked this movie? Yeah, I talked to him before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just had an inkling. This is our most prescient yeah. pick ever. Yeah. Gary, are we living in your mind's eye and you're causing all this dread violence to happen? Uh, you know, I've actually questioned that many times in the past. <laughs> week, so I do wonder. I do wonder. Do you want to know? You are pro- probably on the Matrix uh, subreddits a lot. One, like, is this the Reddit? Is this oh, yeah. the Matrix that we're in right now? We're living in, in a Reddit post right now. <laughs> it does feel like that. Yeah. So but this, I, is, this is what's I, sad about me. I never think that I'm the person in the simulation. But then a lot of times I'll think that I'm just one of the crappy NPCs in someone else's simulation. Yeah. Which is really super sad. Yeah, I wonder about do, that a lot. Do NPCs have thoughts? This is deep. Uh, do the, ones that, the ones that have been programmed into their heads, yeah. <laughs> ah. So, I mean, I guess that's why my thoughts are so cyclical. <laughs> Just like yeah, the same food, negative pussy, thoughts over food, and over pussy, and over yeah, again. Pussy, food, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even get Hello, him. traveler. Would you like some food or pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't Elon Musk have given us one more? I mean, did it have to be like this? Because uh, it, we are. It's, it's got to be Elon Musk simulation if we're in someone's simulation, right? Yeah. Because there's I no think way so. he gets to marry a pop star and name his baby like. After uh, Kia Sophia or whatever. C3PO, yeah. I think is what he called it. <laughs> you don't get to do that unless you have just carte blanche. He is Neo now. He's uh-huh. flying into space. Uh, oh, yeah. Has he gone to space or he just sent some people up there and he's afraid? I feel like he goes to space daily. <laughs> I feel like he goes to space like like we like we go to Whole Foods. Uh, Elon Musk goes to space. Just when he needs like some cleaner air. He goes up there, gets an alien pop star, and some out in space. <laughs> He's just driving that red sports car that he set out there. For that the truck that is uh, the truck that is in the movie um, uh, Upgrade. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that weird that weird uh, that weird truck. I'm like, that's the car from Upgrade. Yes, it also kind of reminds me first? of Tango and Cash too. Oh, yeah. it's like a bad version of the Tango and Cash truck. No minigun, though. Very sad that there's no minigun. I wish there was. There's Gary? A, there's some serious minigun in this film, boys. <laughs> Which I, I I gotta apologize, guys. I thought we were supposed to watch The Punisher, and I completely <laughs> fucked up. 
I'm so, still scared by that scene where the babysitter gets killed while holding the panda bear from the Punisher, by the way. Does anybody remember that? Uh, I don't remember don't that. Remember that. <laughs> Who is that Tom Jane? Oh, there's there's been a couple of different Punishers, right? There's Tom Jane, there's Ray Stevenson, which that movie is Punisher Warzone, is kind of amazing. Yes, really? it kicks ass. It's very like unbelievably and perhaps unethically violent. Uh, and yes. It's, it's kind of awesome. I think the Tom Jane one might be the worst because the Dolph Lundgren is definitely one of the great ironic joys to watch. I've never seen it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, John. Was Was American Sniper uh, the third Punisher? <laughs> uh, <under> the sequels. <laughs> the most harrowing uh, Punisher movie of them all. So explain the ending of American Sniper to me and how <clears throat> that's supposed to like not be in the movie and just a- add it on at the end. Shouldn't we have gotten to see like what sounded like the best scene in the movie? And since it's a Hollywood movie, couldn't we just make American Sniper kill the guy who kills him? Couldn't we go full uh, Clint Eastwood uh, Hollywood ending? Why, why cut that out? Give it to me straight. Sh- I want to see him fight the PTSD guys. He should have survived. Absolutely. To kill again. He, he goes back out and he keeps sniping. <laughs> I'm ready for American Sniper 2 starring Paul Walter Hauser. Fuck yeah. I want Paul Walter Hauser to be in every movie. Directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. (laughs) (laughs) Paul's only. (laughs) Well, anyways, we watched Dread. Uh, Gary, it's long been our tradition to have the guests render a summary of the film. Gary, try to summarize Dread, if you would. Okay, first of all, the movie's set in a distant future. Not (laughs) too unlike our own. And... uh, (laughs) There's these cops who are also the judges and the executioners. They they can take the law into their own hands. It's uh. based on a graphic novel, I believe. And uh, <laughs> it uh, is. So there's like this drug called slow mo that like makes everything slow down really fast. And they're trying to crack down on that. There's like this new deputy who's a woman but isn't allowed to wear a helmet <laughs> because you couldn't tell she was hot if she didn't wear the helmet. <laughs> Well, and, technically, it's because she's a she's a mutant and she right. can't she can't see into people's minds. But it is just because she's hot. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> she's like the rookie, and you know, Judge Dredd is like the one who's been doing it for a while. He's he's hardened. He doesn't care about people. And then basically, it turns into the raid. And then, yes, and then that's about it. She yeah, quits the force. She quits the force at the end too. She's like, spoiler I've alert! An, I've had she enough with you for this shit. Yeah. She's getting too young for this shit. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to say, before we get too deep, I looked at the dates of the raid. Because when I first saw Dread, I was like, oh, this is kind of a, they did a raid remake. Right. right. Okay, so the raid came out here, at least, March 23rd, 2012. Okay. And Dread came out September 21st. Do you think it just lucked out that they made a similar movie? Do you think they just had the same, like, kind of video game structure in their head? Maybe well, so. Sean, it's, as you it's know, pretty I close. Make my own luck and don't believe in luck, but no, I, uh, probably not. I feel like you probably heard, get the hype train going. Or, yeah, like you said, it could have been, like, video games, all right, there's 40 levels to the big mm-hmm. boss. And, I mean, they're really, the similarities are only, like, the general similarities of any genre picture, like this is a revenge pick, or this is, you know, the movie where he has to kill each of his former teammates, or this woman has yeah. to kill all the men who have wronged her. I mean, these are genre pictures. I don't really care. It didn't, it didn't uh, 
didn't change my enjoyment of the movie, but I do no. something I have to know from each of you. Is this movie better than the Sylvester Stallone vehicle, Judge Dredd? <laughs> yes, in my opinion it is. I think so, yeah. Though the Stallone I've never, has... I've never seen that Judge Dredd. Really? I decided that Demolition Man was Judge Dredd. And <laughs> I think Demolition Man <laughs> is probably on par with this Dredd. So what I'm saying... Oh. Is yeah. I've never seen the original Judge Dredd, but it is as good as this Dredd because I've seen Demolition Man. Checkmate. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, that checks out. That that totally checks out. This movie I will say miss, you uh, lucked out. This uh, this movie did uh, it didn't it did need Rob Schneider. This film. Yeah, I'll edit him into it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just clips from the animal. <laughs> Running on all fours to help Dread. He's like running from a Gatling gun. Was he Deuce Bigelow? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Put some Deuce Bigelow in there, please. Which there were two of those, weren't there? They yeah, did a I think sequel there was a that. sequel. I think there was a sequel. Oh God. Deuce Why Bigelow was there a sequel? Nature calls. Is that right? <laughs> May I ask a question of both of you? Sure. Yeah. Did you guys feel uncomfortable watching this at all? It, with in light of all the craziness happening? I should For sure. Have. I should have, but I didn't. <laughs> Because I, I mean, I, I was I was watching it on my multi monitor setup, so I had <laughs> cop footage going on each side too. So I like couldn't even tell which was which half the time. Yeah, which was what's more real? Violent. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was thought, thinking. Go ahead. No, I, you go ahead, Gary. I thought it was funny too, because like Judge Dredd's equipment looks like dog shit compared to most police officers right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Yeah. Even his tactical gear is like. Plato compared to some yeah. of the stuff you see these Blackwater dudes running around with. It's got better design though. It's got cool eagles and shit. Yeah, yeah. Seems um, seemed unrealistic that uh, Dread was shooting so many white people in this movie though. Seems mm-hmm. unrealistic. Well, I was thinking that there is like a surprising amount of restraint in Dread, even though he is an authoritarian killer. Yeah. Like he when he sees some kids, he's like. Hey, right. you guys want to die, or do you want to <laughs> go to the, or do you not want to die? You you cannot go, die. You can just go to, a, know you know, if, juvie if you want to. But then he shoots them with rubber bullets and tear gas, Sean. So are you sure that you aren't Blue Lives Matter right now? Yeah. He stuns yeah. them. What he does is he stuns <laughs> them, <laughs> which, let's be honest, a real cop would not do. They would they yeah. would not ask if he wants to go to juvie. <laughs> yeah. They'd just go fully auto. They'd yell full auto, full auto, and just they'd get everybody. I can see it looks like Sean has a Blue Lives Matter flag above his bed. <laughs> I don't. There. Yeah. What? No, I don't. I can you can't even the see the now. top of my bed. My bed is behind the screen, Gary, you liar. You got a heart-shaped bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. heart-shaped and a water bed. Sean's it's water really expensive. Tears. It's filled with his own virginal tears. Hell yeah. Uh, So, I mean, how does this... I remember absolutely loving this movie. How does this movie hold up in, like, the post-Wick universe? Because it seems like after the John Wick movies, this movie didn't seem that uh, relentlessly brutal as I remembered it being. (laughs) Oh, yes. There wasn't, like, It's still pretty badass. Like, uh... I I mean, I still really like this movie. I almost hate uh, reviewing movies like this because I don't have a lot of negative things to say. But, Not uh, many. It did. It did seem like we've hit like peak, like punching people in the face with guns. Movies at this point. Yeah. So it's yes. kind of fun. Where to see like he shot some people from some distance. 
Yeah, yeah. Yes. We, we, needed, yes. we needed those distance shots. And Small. some extreme psychedelic slow-mo violence as well, which, which John Wick does great. not have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that really it's cool. really good. And I was hoping that uh, Gary was going to watch this in his like hyperbaric cham- 3D chamber with full 3D. But I guess Isolation you were, tank. You were, stu- <laughs> you were too stuck uh, to your multi-screen Ozymandias despair. Uh, yeah. I'm the architect, baby. <laughs> Are we even allowed to like the Matrix anymore now that the the conservative right, like the uh, the Glory Boys, have taken the red pill, blue pill thing away from us all? I think we can, because yeah. I think we're supposed to like it even more now, because now both filmmakers are trans, and that's mm-hmm. like... That's as much as he can like something, I think, can right? You get more woke than uh, than liking a, some trans filmmakers, I guess. Yeah. Which color I me mean, woke? Because I can watch any Wachowski Brothers movie. Cloud <laughs> Atlas, loved it. <laughs> sure. I could watch Wait 30% of... We can't of, watch Cloud Atlas. We can't like Cloud Atlas, though, because of the uh, the the makeup. The Tom... Cruise. No, dude, this is the thing. Okay. Everybody is every race, dude. Ah? Uh, you ever okay. think about that? Race You ever think about that? Got it. Exactly. We are all one. Uh, to to count to uh, heap on the effusive praise, Gary, what was your mystery meat hero of the picture? What was your favorite thing about Dread? Hmm. Man, uh, it's tough. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to say when they threw the bodies uh, off the building at the first of the movie. <laughs> yeah. I think that's it. When they just, just that, splat. Yeah, the impact and that they flatten a little bit. Right. I, I thought that was pretty funny. There's also a lady pushing a stroller who has to like move out of the way yeah. of a body. It's oh, pretty yeah. awesome. Got to create that tension. Got to create that tension. Yeah, uh, it's good as hell. John and then the helmets. I thought the helmets were cool. Oh, the helmets, oh, the helmets, the helmets kick are ass. And Boba perhaps, Fett, man. Yeah, and perhaps the greatest thing about this movie is that they understood that we don't need to see Judge Red's face. We don't need to see yeah. Sylvester Stallone's face. We don't. We really don't even ever need to hear Sylvester Stallone's voice. Uh, no. We only need to see Sylvester Stallone in Rocky and Rambo movies. Uh, Judge Dredd doesn't need to be uh, a, a sultry, handsome, well-oiled face. He needs to be a giant fucking helmet skulking through the darkness, doing weird Clint Eastwood things. The end. We want to see his chin. Yes. Which I, I have one. Actually, my uh, Giro of the picture mm-hmm. uh, yeah. is his frown. Mm. He frowns so hard throughout the whole Urgh. movie. He's that like, it looks like it's like De Niro meets Sean Penn and pulled even more super deformed down. It's yes, bad. he goes all the way down. I I watched it and then I of course watched some features. Oh nice! And I had forgotten that Car- what the rest of Carl Urban's face was, and I was like, oh, that's Why the guy from some- Star Trek. Yes. Yeah, he's just like a like a good-looking dude. It's so much better to just have his damn chin, just yeah. looking like a pissed-off guy. Oh, it's beautiful. Well, I, I May mean, I Euro? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, two main things. Three main things. One, okay, <laughs> at the Sean's beginning... Sean's get fat from all these heroes he eats these days. <laughs> I, I like to spread good cheer. Uh, okay, so there's, at the beginning, there's a huge shootout in a food court, people getting murdered. Afterwards, they're, they're carting around a pile of bodies... And over the intercom, you hear, level one food court will reopen in 30 minutes. And they're just like, just blood everywhere. There's dead bodies. And they're just 30 minutes later. You're going to, you're going to have more food. Don't worry. Uh, man, it's I awesome. Bills, man. I, I, it made I, me I yearn down, for the food court. I went down to the boot barn, just mere, you know, 
42 minutes after they completely smashed that downtown with rioters. So, I mean, I get really? just the new... Did you get some new boots? This is the new normal. Well, you buy one, you get two extra pairs free. So I got six boots, Sean. <laughs> wow. Did but, you get a bolo? Uh, I guess that's just going to happen. I didn't... Well, I wanted to look... Western. I didn't want to look country western. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, just, just something to make them think when they see that. So where were you? A little bit of snakeskin, you know, at the bottom of the pleat of the pant. They go, oh. maybe, just maybe, this guy's a wrestler. He might be a shit kicker. That's right. We find out Burr has six legs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your other hero, Sean? You said you had a couple. Oh, sorry. Two to three. Uh, I like that they pronounce mama, mama. Yeah. They don't, it's not m- mama. It's mama. Some guys I like that a whole lot. Like mama. A few mama people, uh, what is his name? Wood Harris, who, uh, uh, from The Wire. Right. He Avon says mama. Barksdale. Yes, Avon Barksdale. He says mama. Um, another favorite. This is probably the most favorite. Uh, the person with empathy quits. I like I like that a whole lot. Yeah. There there's not a ton of like, hey, maybe this is bad in this. Like most of it is like, oh, this is awesome. I'm glad people are getting shot. Like you're mm-hmm. like, hell yeah, shoot those people because they are inherently bad. But then at the end, they like the only person who cares about people is like, I can't do this. This is fucked up. I can't be a part of this. Yeah. I don't know. Sean. I'm really good at it, but recall, I can't. Dirty Harry quits at the end of Dirty Harry, and they just brought what? him on back. To start oh. more racial epithets and shoot more racial people. <laughs> so Man. I don't get too excited. Olivia she coming back might, in the sequel? Yeah. Olivia Thirlby might come back and just start blowing up black dudes' brains in the next picture. So I wouldn't Whoa. get too about it. Yeah. Okay. Dirty, Dirty Harry's going through racism with withdrawals. We got to get him back in there. <laughs> don't worry. He'll make a... He'll make a what's the, what is the movie? What's the next movie after Fat Cop? Torino. Oh. Gran Turismo. Oh, man, Torino is an unbelievable cinematic experience. Have I told yeah. you my uh, Gran Torino story, Gary? I don't think so. So I'm sitting in there with Austin Gray, who designed our logo, which should pop up on the screen at a intermittent point. And uh, we're sitting there struggling through this in- incomprehensibly racist and bizarre film. <laughs> mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the uh, black dude who's about four rows ahead of us uh, answers his phone uh, during the movie, uh, has it on speakerphone during the movie. Didn't bother me at all in this case. And he, sure. goes, he, he goes, he opens it, he goes, before you say a word, got to let you know, I'm all up in that Gran Torino. <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, and, then his, and then his buddy goes, is it the shit? And he goes, it's racist, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it is... Very racist. <laughs> he had the like longest sigh in between. It's racist, dude. <laughs> it's the weirdest kind of racist because yes. it's racist about all races. Right. I love it's the like, song at the end too. Grand Torino. <laughs> That's like the big belly laugh moment. That and when like he dies and falls into a Christ-like pose, like Charlton Heston and Omega. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> That's him. He's Christ. He's the Christ of the Hmong people. Thank God he was around to Poly- save the Hmong people. He's Polynesian Christ. <laughs> Did you get all your euros out of your system, Sean? Wait, no, I got one more. All right. This is like five. I'm sorry. Double decker. The most, the definitely most top favorite, uh, Mama's Death. Incredible. When it goes like 
super duper full psychedelic. Also, just the fact that they brutally murder a woman is just insane. Like, <laughs> yeah. you see it about to happen, and you're like, certainly not. They're not going to just murder this woman as slowly and brutally as humanly possible. And then he just throws her through this window, and you're like, uh oh. Think about Gary watching it in a purple chamber of despair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with like real gunshots going off in my headphones. <laughs> Her name's Mama. I mean, it's that's just true. Absolute torture. Um, oh, but it's so beautiful. It is. It really I get is. confused and share it on Twitter. Like, look what the cops did to these people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you should have done that. They're out of control. Uh, You'd get a sweet get fired from life oh, if yeah, you did that. Yeah. My favorite thing, it's, I, I, I would like to just dwell on Carl Urban's performance for a little bit, but hell I yeah, because I feel like we're going to keep returning to that. But so normally I think like overly stylized and like effects that are not going to be in vogue for a while, like usually that's a bad thing because the effects for this movie are like very like predator vision. Like they only work for this movie. They only work for a moment in time. I think it's, but for this one, because it harkens so much to the source material, the comic books, the bloody Carlos as Kara drawings of, like, holes in their face, etc., it actually works. Yes. So let me let this stupid dog out, and then you guys <laughs> Do you have any more heroes of the picture, Gary? Hmm. Let me think. Uh, the I like the Gatling gun scene where they're just uh, mowing that whole row of, of the apartment complex. That was pretty cool. Gatling guns are amazing. Gatling guns with tracers. uh, Gatling guns with tracers. Wasn't really ready for that the first time around. (laughs) I wonder, I mean, I guess part of it is a way to make uh, all of uh, Judge Dredd's summary executions seem okay. Is that, like, they have to be so evil. Right. Just, like, blasting through. You just see, like, 15 or 20 people just get blown away. As they're blasting like four different miniguns, just like it's pretty, pretty awful, but pretty amazing. That kid's like dad just gets shot right in front of him. Oh, it's awful. Uh, (laughs) It's bad. That's what what drug dealers do, man. That's that's why we have to kill all drug dealers. I mean, I'm sorry. I hate to say it. Sean. Yes. Are you a cop? I am. Uh, well, this is. What do you think this mustache is about? Yeah. That's how I joined. <laughs> I think so. I'm thinking about it. I mean, I like Law and Order, but I don't like evil, so it's I like tough. Law and Order Special Victims Unit, but I don't really like the other Law and Orders that much. Well, you just love Vinny D. No, I just need if I don't have like Ice T saying like until I see the results of the rape kit, I don't believe a word you say. <laughs> I hear like the soothing tones of Ice T being like. This isn't a rape. This is an outrage. <laughs> I can't really get into Law and Order. Like I need Ice T and Christopher Maloney's manic energies to completely combine and create the incredible alchemy that is. Oh, you were talking about Law and Order, like the ethos and the contrast. Yes, oh, my bad. I yeah, I get. I, I, if you give me a chance to go Dick Wolf, I'm going to take it every time. You're a big Dick Wolf head. <laughs> yeah. Dick Wolf. Is Dick Wolf a better name than Joe Dredd? I think so. That would be a good action hero name. Yeah. Dick Wolf is really good. I used to have a landlord named Carl Diebold, which is a real badass name. Wow. Yeah. 
That Gabold. is like that is German porn name. That is shy. <laughs> that is so Diebold. <laughs> Do we have low mains? Should we talk low for I mean, a while? Low main, I'll get it out of the way. There's a couple of performances that I think are not that great. We have I guess this was the first time I didn't realize this was him. That's a Domnall Gleason in there, boys and ghouls. Yes. As the uh as the guy who as the, the hacker. Uh, the eyeless hacker. Oh yeah. Uh, that's the Gary. Domnall Gleason. And he's laying yeah, that is me. He's laying on a little thick. Yeah. He's, I'm scared. Oh, no, I'm scared. Really sniveling. Quite sniveling. <laughs> Yes. But you know what? The fact that I didn't even, re- you know, the, the fact that I didn't even realize it was Domino Gleason, maybe that's good. I don't know. I, for the most part, there's not, like, a lot of great actors in this movie. Carl Urban mm-hmm. gives it his all and is perfect. Like, a brilliant yes. performance by him. Because he really has to do a lot with just his lower jaw. He has to do so much with just yes. his lower jaw and his voice. It's like an which opposite Hardy performance. Right. Usually Hardy has the fi- has only the mouth covered, but yeah. Urban covers everything but the mouth. Yeah, Pretty Hardy's clever. like spraying mace in his eyes and using every trick in the book. <laughs> Urban is just sitting there De Niroing and Sean Penning his way to glory. Um, Lynn Headley's pretty good, but it's not like blowing, my, blowing me away. And then I feel like there's a curse. There's a wire curse. Where people who are great in The Wire are destined to never be great in anything ever again. Because Avon Barksdale is nothing in this film. No, he's not very exciting. I mean, he he even should have some fun stuff. Because he's got like the... Oh, you're in my head. Well, I'm in your head. You're in my head. Chad, like that whole scene. Chat can think of a single person from The Wire who's had another good performance in the cinematic universe. Please tell us, because I mean, Idris Elba has been a nightmare. He's so good in The Wire, and then um, the guy who plays uh, the guy who plays McNulty is amazing in The Wire, and then is awful yes. in everything he touches. He was in a Predator He's... movie. <laughs> is he in a Predator movie? Yeah, he plays Jigsaw in the Ray Stevenson one, I believe. Oh, there, Punisher. Yeah, Punisher. Oh, yeah, Punisher. Not not Predator. Not Predator. I'm my, well, he, I'm, 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 I get my P's confused. Gary, you don't know this, but he gets uh, he somehow falls into a glass machine uh-huh. and, and just gets his face crushed in the glass. A glass machine in a glass factory. Yeah, <laughs> it's somehow there at a glass factory, don't and worry. it man it don't screws worry. him up bad. Stevenson kills him too. It's like yes. the worst Willy Wonka factory. It's just yeah. glass. <laughs> the shard glass tastes like shard glass. <laughs> Augustus fell in the glass river. <laughs> Some of the performances left a little bit desired, but nothing was distracting from the whole of the movie, which, as I was saying before my dachshund rudely interrupted me, it nails the comic book feel. You get that four-panel frozen grotesquerie that you need. It actually works out. The shlomo, everything works. What could be a gimmick ends up being pretty cool. Sean, go ahead and start your next, uh, your low man, and I'll let this goddamn dachshund in yet again. <laughs> okay, let the dog in. Um, honestly, my main qualm with the whole thing is that I wish there was more satire. Maybe yeah. maybe it's just because, I mean, it is probably partially because we are in such a scary time that I was like, I wish there was more funny stuff. To make me feel less bad about this. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I think it's just like if there are a few more of those, like, as I said, one of my favorite parts, the pile of bodies. And if there is like a little more of that kind of 
little bit more over the top funny stuff. Yeah. To make it feel like satire. Because, I mean, obviously, no one who made this movie, I don't think, believes in executioners, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But still, sometimes you want them to go, wink, I don't believe in executioners or yeah. something. I thought it was going to be a lot more like that. And I, I think the thing, since it was like, 2012 that's like just before things started getting so visibly bad yeah i think so we yes. cops like secretly killing black people we didn't know it was like open like just yes right <laughs> so I, that that movie easily could not be made right now there's no <laughs> way <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't think Let's pitch jo- it. i don't think joe dread uh mega city one pi or whatever could be a, a hero right now i, I would do want to point out in chat we have some. We have someone saying some guys from The Wire did well in Treme. I would counter that. Jokes on you for watching Treme. <laughs> John hates Treme. I like Treme, but um, like Emerald Legacy starring as a uh, as, as himself. Does he star as himself? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, all right. I rest my case. I like Wendell Pierce. Bang. He's he hasn't been good in anything. No. Except The Wire or Treme, but right. Is he on that uh, Hunter for Red October show? Is he on that? I'm afraid so. Yes, he is. And is he bad. good on that? And he's bad in it. <laughs> Damn it. Joke's on me. I've watched some of that. So, Jack Ryan, the TV show. Oh, yes. Tim from The Office. God help us all. What is happening? <laughs> but what Do you have you, a most low, what, Gary? What hurt you the most, Gary? Where, where did you get uh, nut-wrecked? Um, not a good movie to watch on acid. I was re- <laughs> I, I thought it'd be a good time, but not fun. <laughs> not fun at all. Tell us uh, more, Gary. Is it better few... or worse than Mandy on acid? Oh, uh, I think it was worse just because of the other monitors that were open during oh. the <laughs> during it. Uh, there's a couple of scenes where maybe the green screen looked bad, but I mean the effects were pretty cool. I like the kind of like. Just backgrounds and shit that they made. The yeah, I thought that was nice, but there's not too much that's upsetting. I mean, just probably what Sean said the the lack of satire with the whole thing. Because yeah. a lot of times you're like, "Where is this coming from?" You know? <laughs> yeah. It's, did did an actual uh, did an actual cop write this movie? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Is this just a fantasy movie? This movie is written and I think secretly directed by Alex Garland. Yes. Uh, like, I don't think Pete Travis, I think it's come out now that he didn't really direct it. So this is like Alex Oh, Garland's I didn't know that. Solo jam, really. And I hmm. think he was going for some RoboCop-like s- satire. But I also yeah. think he thought he was going to get to make more of these movies. Because you got to remember, so. is like a phenomenon in the United Kingdom and in Europe. And if this movie had just made a little more money, I think we would have gotten more of these films. So I think I think he was kind of planning to like make the changes and the the sweeping ethos of the Judge Dread universe, which is quite satirical. I think he was gonna try to introduce that later, and this one kind of moves at a, a glacial pace, like show you like the a day in the life of Joe Dread as opposed to like because there's the Judge Dread comics get fucking crazy, man. And I'm not really? talking about Armand Asante as Judge Dread, Judge Death. Uh, they get really <laughs> fucking bizarre, but we unfortunately never got it. Um, but maybe it's better off that way because I mean, the way this universe was kept so tightly wound kind of works for me. It's yeah. very pure. It's like I we go into this building, they shut down the building, right. 
Right. We shoot every single person in the building. <laughs> and then we leave. <laughs> then we'll just get out. They'll open the door. We'll leave in the that morning. That's a hell of an elevator pitch, Sean. <laughs> yeah. It's we good. Need get, we need to get your ass to Hollywood and just pitch just pitch films. <laughs> I got a great idea. It's like a, we can do we can reverse it so it's like uh, it's like Assault on Precinct 13 except from the point of view of the gangs. Right. And that will and then that will and they're already like a multicultural gang in the original. Yeah. So it's it's got a good feel to it. Let's let's bl- shoot some cops. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. I'm just kidding. It really is essentially the anti warriors in a vertical setting as opposed to running all over New York. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh. like, it's like fucked up Donkey Kong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, Cersei from Cersei Lannister as the world's worst Mario running around <laughs> biting off dicks. <laughs> <laughs> now that would have been a good movie if he only was equipped with the hammer through the whole thing. Whoa! Yeah, that kind of would be good. I yeah. mean, that is one of the ways that the raid far surpasses this: is that they run out of bullets, yeah, yeah. and then they have to beat the shit out of people with their bare hands and stab them in the chest a lot. I mean, it's it's way, hard. There was way too much ammunition in this film. Yeah, he, he has so many different kinds. Aspects. Yeah, hot shot, hot shot. Would, uh, yeah, there was one point I was like, "Does he have like a 3D printer built into his gun, which <laughs> is printing bullets?" Shoot him with bullets that look like dicks and balls. <laughs> he just needed to start. He needed to get. He needed to start vamping with his with his gun capabilities. Honestly. Oh yeah, can he make improvised? I mean, I guess does he make any improvised explosives in this movie? I don't think so. Should have. I don't know. Should he should have. have. Oh, I feel like maybe he does. I feel like there's. A, I feel like he kills one of the judges in an improvised fashion. There is a great kill where uh, he just says, "Wait." Yes. Yeah. And then it's just uh, <laughs> the the other judge just randomly starts an extemporaneous monologue. Yeah. Turns out he just uh, stalled long enough for uh, his very cute and very helmetless partner to come rescue him. But yeah, I did. I did like when he karate chopped that guy in the throat. Yeah, that yes. was great. <laughs> just smashed his throat. I think we need to spend a little time talking about the slow mo. Yeah, we yeah. have talked about it a little bit, but there's something so cool about the whole slow mo thing. Right. And I was watching some features. I'm a big feature boy, and. Um, I was surprised at how much of the effects in the movie are real, but just look crazy. Oh. Yeah. So, like, when when they show that uh, shot of, like, a guy's belly getting, like, all goobly-goobly yeah, as the air story. hits it from an explosion. That's triggering me. Very body imagey. Like, that's, that's what happens to me <laughs> that, when I belch. That's just a real guy's belly. Like, they just really? shot they just shot compressed air at a real guy's belly in, like, super-duper 3,000 frames per second slow motion. Yeah. That seems and, of course, they added blow, you know, they added guns and, you know, bullets going through people's bodies because they didn't actually shoot anybody. That seems unrealistic, but that is what happens to me when I go down a water slide, so. <laughs> I can attest to the, the, the actual body horror and the realism of that shot. Uh, I think it also adds to, um, may, or maybe leavens the violence in that some, a lot of it is beautiful. Yeah. Like, so there are, you know, there are the brutal moments where he's karate chopping someone's throat and you see, like, the big indentation in his throat from where it has been collapsed or something. <laughs> yeah. 
But there's also those moments where, like, as I said, the Mama thing where people are bla- blown away or where Aww. Mama's falling. Yeah. And then at some point in the Mama thing, you're like, oh, man, this is just a, a pretty thing. Yeah. They play, they play beautiful trancy music. You see glass f- falling really slowly. She's all drugged out. So, who, you know, she yeah. probably doesn't care that much. This movie really feels like uh, Demolition Man uh, fell down the toilet in train spotting. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. If the music could have been just a little bit better and more like, uh, you know, Born Slippy and uh, stuff underground and stuff like that, then I think you'd have like an almost perfect movie. Even though the music's not bad in this movie. Yeah, you know, it's catch? pretty good. I don't know if this is true, but I swear whenever they show Domhnall Gleeson that I hear Matthew Barry singing. You know the comedian, the British comedian Matthew Barry did like Snuffbox, and he does like the Oh, what we do in Shadows. I feel like he, he is singing in those scenes every time. It's just, and I may be really wrong, but I feel like I, I, I he has a very indelible voice. And I feel like I definitely heard it, but I imagine this movie. This movie had to have made money in England at least, right? This is a great judge. I movie. hope so. I mean, it's it had like to do well in England. I know this is one of those many movies that close, but. It had to do well in England. I don't know why it didn't succeed here. It's this in a in a universe where John Wick, there's going to be like seventeen of them in a TV show. I don't see how this movie didn't work. I I don't understand. Like sometimes you hear about movies not making money, and you're like, well, how could it possibly not make money? Is like you hear about in it. Uh, yeah, that might be it. I mean, I guess Carl Carl Urban is the big or Carl Urban. That's hard to say. I don't think Bones from the new bad Star Trek movies qualifies as a name. <laughs> no, I don't think. I think he was the biggest name, and he's not a he's not a big name. Do you know what movies came out at the same time? No. Oh, I don't know. We, I can we were, research. If we were a good film podcast. We would have that stuff right <laughs> talk, now. guys. I talk. I didn't even know what year. I thought it came out in twenty nineteen. Gary, Gary, is that a racing uh, chair? Yeah, it's a race gaming chair. Oh man. <laughs> You were giving, you were, you were cracking jokes about that pre-show, and I didn't realize you actually had it going on. How much did that sell okay. you back? Like seven hundred and twenty bucks. <laughs> I'll be honest. Does that chair blow not you much? While you play? Yeah, it's got a pocket pussy built wow. into. <laughs> if I had a purple light and a racing chair and uh, a myriad screens and acid, I would never leave the house. You've oh, done yeah. it, Gary. You've done it I, again. I, I hooked a hookah pipe up to my <laughs> computer, too. <laughs> Do you get Uber um, Eats there? Huh? Can you get Uber Eats there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. I work for them. Do you <laughs> Do you ever, uh, like, not want to leave that room and just, like, pee in a giant Mountain Dew container? I spend a lot of time in here. It's too cozy, for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why I stuck myself in a goddamn hallway with dogs running in and out. <laughs> I can't get I have information, friends. Oh, good. That's a mis- much stalling as we could muster. We were getting to okay. Gary's uh, uh, decor. It might have still been open, but on September 14th, the week before, Resident Evil Retribution opened. I don't know uh, why that would matter. But then on September 21st... Nothing up. I mean, there was a move. Uh, there was Clint Eastwood's Trouble with the Curve. I don't know what the fuck that is. What is that? I have no idea. It is apparently a Clint Eastwood movie that, that I've never about, even heard of. Is that about Curve Uber? is probably like a racial slur yeah. that you made up. It probably is. Trouble with the slope. End of Watch. End of Watch came out. End of Watch is good, but I don't know if it made a ton of money. End yeah. of Watch is good. 
But it's, it's not really as good, good as this. This is just like End of Watch, only with helmets that obscure their entire faces. Come on! Yeah, that's true. It's totally badass. This, this is not... I'll ask you guys. This is not better than The Raid, is it? To you guys. No, no. It made me want to watch The Raid the whole time I was watching right. it, for sure. Um, The Raid Uh-oh. just happens to have, like, the best martial artist alive in it. Yeah. So yes. And, and, then, and then some of his friends. And it's, just, yes. it's, and it's just a style of filmmaking that's so, like, this is like a, you know, a, a, a modest filibuster compared to the, like, insane, endless rant that is The Raid. You know, there's just no, you really can't compare the two. But I try not to let that make me not like Dread, because I still quite like Dread. No, I, there's definitely no reason to not like Dread. Dread is, it's trying to do a different thing. Right. Which, the the similarities between the two are, you know, small. Right. But what it's trying to do is just like, hey, Commando, or something like that. Extreme badass. Total badass. He's in a bad situation. Can he kill a bunch of people? You know what Dread is perfect for? Dread is perfect, as Chat points out, for black light posters. And if Gary had a black light poster of Dread right behind him, I mean, that's the type of place where it lives in your heart forever. It's like a, almost like a roadhouse. A roadhouse for our times. A movie that yeah, you can just yeah. put it on in the background and be like, this guy's about to die in a really horrendous fashion. I'm yes. And there's Also, throat violence. Yeah. Similar throat violence. throat violence. Yeah, let's do a triple feature of Roadhouse Dread and MacGruber. A triple throat <laughs> violence oh, yeah. feature. That'd be a perfect evening. I could. Are there other good throat violence movies? Um, what are the best? Deep. <laughs> <laughs> the Miriam Dracula movies. Blade. The thoughtful answer would be all the President's Men, I guess. But um, uh, no, I think Gary nailed it. Swish. Yeah, Gary nailed it. Gary's uh, Gary Bunny, is funnier. Brown, Brown I Bunny. got. I got jokes.com pulled up over here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's quickly typing throat violence. Well, that's enough, <laughs> throat, that's enough throat violence for us, guys. Let's thank Gary for being on. Gary, where can they find you on the interwebs? Um, anonymous.com. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we are watching you. Uh, follow, me on, video. follow me on Twitter at Gary is you. That's it. Bitching. Sean, where can they find us on the interwebs? Get, you know, you can find us on Twitter at Food Court Cast. You can find us on Instagram at Food Court Movie Podcast. And the rest of the stuff is basically like, you know, foodcourtmoviepodcast.com. You can Google it. That, that, but those those are the basic main ones that we use. Indeed. You can also follow me at Sean Parrott if you want to. Yeah. But you don't have to. No pressure. Yeah. You won't like the tweets, but just it'd be fun <laughs> if I like having more followers. <laughs> Do not follow me on Twitter. And remember that cops are judge, jury, and executioner. And that uh, after you watch a good movie like Dread, that's only mere fantasy, uh, to stay indoors and don't uh, yes. search out those types of uh, <laughs> law dogs outdoors. But uh, as we like to say at the end of a good movie, bon appetit. Bon appetit.